we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? You got dressed I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm back for another Vanderpump Rules recap. It's the season eight finale recap, and I'm joined once again by the fantastic, the dynamic, the irreplaceable Ryan Alkire. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing amazing. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I screamed multiple times and i think we finally got a good episode it only took 25 but we got one good episode y'all this was a yelp inducing episode that's what i call these kind of episodes yelp inducing because you can't help but yelp at multiple instances of the episode yes a yelp is a great way to describe the noises i was making (laughs) i was left flabbergasted after this me too i actually have a hot take but before i get into it rye do you want to plug yourself i guess i can plug myself um you guys it's been a true honor to be podcasting the last half of this season with you guys and a lot of you have reached out to me with some opinions of your own and i appreciate that if you want to give me your hot takes Ooh. You can find me on Instagram at Ryalk, R-Y-A-L-K, or on Twitter at the Real Ryalk. And I love a good slide into the DMs with some hot takes on Bravo shows. And you're also the co-host of the Holly Shook Podcast? I am the co-host of the Holly Shook Podcast. And as am I. As you are as well. As you are as well. <laughs> And we just always are gabbing. We're gabbing about Bravo. We're gabbing about celebrity scandals. We're gabbing about sometimes Bravo liberty scandals. As we like to say, if you, yeah, Bravo liberties, that's it. Bravo liberties. Okay, good. As we like to say, if you like this podcast, uh, you'll definitely like the Holly Shook podcast. But if you don't like this podcast, you'd also like the Holly Shook podcast. That's what and we like to I say. would assume, I would assume if you don't like this podcast, you probably aren't even listening to this right now. People hate listen though, right? People do. Like <clears> true, we hate true. watched Vanderpump Rules for oh, years God. now, which leads I'm into like, my hot take. I I was just gonna say I'm dying for this hot take. I'm feeling a little cold, and I need a hot take. <laughs> Let me warm you up, Rye. Oh God, I don't like that. <laughs> I'll never say that to you again. I promise. Thank you. All right, so Rye, this is my hot take. I believe this episode should be the series finale of Vanderpump Rules. I know that series finales aren't really a thing. In reality TV, they just go on and on and on forever. Yeah. But in my view, this episode would act perfectly as the series finale. It would complete multiple arcs. It's not just that it needs to end or anything. Off the bat, just hearing that opinion, what do you think of that take? definitely hot um i don't disagree the way it ended was very series finale-esque with you know the shots from behind of everyone walking out of pump or out of tom tom 
ominously into the night. Um, the Lisa Vanderpump voiceover screaming at Jax. It seemed like it was coming to a close, like they were coming to end these stories. On the other hand, I think it's a series as we know it finale. And Mm. I think that... An end of an era, if you will. An end of an era, if you will. Mm. I won't, because I'm going to say a series as we know it finale. (laughs) (laughs) I liked... I actually liked my phrasing, but... No, I love it. A series as you know it finale. I love that. You know, like, I'm... Here's the thing. And I've... I had many a conversation about this with Dallas. It's all about breaking the fourth wall now in reality television. And we've talked about it on this podcast. The producers were treating us like idiots. As you like to say, they were giving us a trough full of... (laughs) slop and telling us to go eat your slop you wastes of spaces they had contempt for us open contempt they had open contempt for us and here's the thing we're not idiots some some people are i'm sure some people who watch it are idiots (laughs) but but we're not and we're all that matters we're not and we're the smartest people who watch bravo and we can take it. Like, I want the behind-the-scenes drama of the show, you know? Right. <laughs> Jack saying, this is my show. Beautiful. Oh, my God. I, I Beautiful. I'm still shaking at the thought of that. That was incredible. How about when he puts the drink down, turns away from Lisa, and then turns back with the evil eye death stare and goes, first of all, but then Lisa shuts him down. Did you pause at that moment and see the look in his eyes he looks like the devil i try not to pause and spend any more of my life looking at jacks taylor so rewatch that moment he looks devilish it's scary it's frightening like it looks like he's about to go off like just go nuts he's mentally insane i could not be happier about it though because all it who knew that all it took was ariana maddox and lisa vanderpump to shut this fool down I mean, truly a villain edit. He got a villain edit. I don't even know if it was an edit, but he's truly a reality television villain more so than he already has been. It's not a villain edit. Um, it's what we call editing Jax Taylor, aka impossible right. to edit. It's just who he is. That's how he acts. Everyone who's around him says this is how he is 24-7. <clears throat> Do you have more details of what, why you think it's a serious finale? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the events of the episode, right? There are so many. It's not even just the last five minutes, which I think alone justify it being the series finale. I think we could get into James and his arc and how that would be perfect for a series finale. Uh, There's a lot going on in this episode, even the Ariana takedown in the middle of the episode. Um, But like off the bat, I just think conceptually, I love the idea of ending a show on a high. And I don't think this show can ever reach this high again. It, and, yeah. and mind you, this high isn't the show's all-time peak, right? Right. But after a couple years of like lackluster television, this is as close as we've gotten to a season two episode or a season three episode. And I just love, conceptually, the idea of ending on a high. Mm-hmm. I also think too many shows run for too long having just a nice eight season run like yes there were some downs we've talked about it extensively but for the most part you would say wow 
that's a great eight season run. Yeah. Like there's something to sure. be proud of to just put out a nice <clears throat> series that ends at the perfect time and you could just walk away on a high. Of course, there's too much money to be made. They're not going to do this, right? Everything I'm saying no. here is not going to happen because this is a cash cow. Yeah. However, I think artistically, <laughs> as close as reality TV can get to being artistic, um, artistically, ending right now would just be perfect. And here's why. The show starts season one, episode one. Stassi and Jax together, right? Stassi and Katie and Kristen, the witches of WeHo, best friends, right? And they and they are all united against Sheena. And uh, Tom and Tom and Jax are the best of friends, right? Mm-hmm. In my view... The perfect series finale is the disintegration of the Witches of WeHo. Witches of WeHo, Dunzo, and this super epic sequence where you're seeing the contrast between the Witches of WeHo ending and Tom and Jax's relationship ending and everything that Tom and Jax have ever gone through. For them to end their friendship on the series finale would just be, again, perfect narrative television, right? But what do you think about that? I agree in the artistic sense and let let us be clear here Vanderpump Rules is art oh yeah I'm a little shocked that you were hesitant to call it that because <laughs> I mean hang the show in the Louvre <laughs> right beside the Mona is, Lisa is my opinion um project the show onto the pyramid literally it, it should be <laughs> and I do get, I do get why it, it, uh, everything coming to a close is a good way to end it. But look, and obviously it's not happening. But right, I love. I mean, we were asking for a shakeup. Like we got the new characters, but it wasn't enough because they weren't giving us enough of the new characters. We were bored of the same old storylines, season after season. Engagement, wedding, engagement, wedding. Right. Birthday party, blah, blah, blah. Like, boring. We wanted a shake-up, and I think that they led, they're, they're leading us to a second era of the show. I think that they wanted to do it this season with the new characters, but we don't need new characters. We need new friendships and new relationships, and we need people to be interacting with different people. Like, I'm bored of Katie and Stassi just hanging out <laughs> and talking shit. Like, I'm bored. So I'm excited to see like who who's friends with who next season. And to be honest though, I see more of the same. I really do. Like I know it it feels like it is hinting at new terrain, but I really feel like it would be more of the same. Look, I'm not unhappy to get more Vanderpump rules. We've talked about this. We will watch this show till the very bitter end, which is 45 years from now as yeah. like Jack's and and Brittany welcome their grandchildren into the world, um, which is terrifying. But but like we will watch till the very bitter end. However, I just think like the the most kick ass move would be to end it right here because that is a show, that is a story right there. And I even love the element of like the hint of the cyclical nature of the rules, right? Like Danica being kicked out and freaking out, like. Max oh, and so Dana good. having sort of like a young Jack Stassi uh, season one finale mm-hmm. 
moment, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. this is all cyclical. History repeats itself. But we don't need to see it repeat itself again and again and again. But that's every reality TV show, right? So we're going to see this happen for 20 more years. However, I just think it would be the perfect ending. Like, I think in my mind, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, Vanderpump Rules ran for eight seasons. Yeah. Just watch the first eight seasons. That's what I would recommend to people. Yeah. Well, let's get into the details, right? Let's let's talk about why this was actually a good episode. Yeah. It was a great episode. We've had we've had a bad season. I think we can all agree the season sucked. But damn, Tom Schwartz didn't lie when he he uh, posted on his Instagram a few weeks ago, like we go out with a bang. And I would say the last three episodes were better than the whole season together. Yeah. Leading up leading up to a very well done finale. Totally agree. I love I love the idea of I love when a I love when a reality show ends on a party, you know? Like let's get the whole cast in the same room, pouring drinks and see what happens type moment. It's and a tried and true formula. It works every time. I love it. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. I mean why don't we talk about Ariana taking down Jax? Because that was awesome. I know it's the middle of the episode, but like the first half of the episode is like stuff like I don't really Tom and Tom secure the garden at Tom Tom, and like Brett tells uh, Dana that Max slept with five girls since he slept with Dana. Honestly, the only two important things to me are the Ariana takedown and just everything that happened at the party. <laughs> right, right. Um, exactly. I I have a hit and run or hit and miss, hot and cold. <laughs> relationship with ariana sometimes i am team ariana sometimes i'm shut the fuck up ariana you know and right when you first started watching vanderpump rules if i remember correctly right because you picked up on season five right and you like binge watched yeah i binge watched the first four seasons right before season five started right if i remember correctly because we did a podcast back in season five together yeah, one of my first podcasts. You were anti-Ariana at the time, and I was pro-Ariana, and that was like our first Vanderpump Rules beef, right? Yeah, I just find her to be obnoxious sometimes. I've been I've been fully on board with her this season because, you know, ever since the homophobic priest thing, she was the only one to speak her mind, yes. her and Tom. Uh, I, I, I was, I've been struggling to find the words to describe Jax. I think we've talked about him on the podcast. I can never I can never sum up my thoughts and feelings about Jax. I kid you not what Ariana said to him to his face as well as in the in the confessional. It, she took the words right out of my mouth. She took the words that I couldn't find right out of my mouth because that was just so on the nose. It was so perfect. For the first time in Vanderpump Rules history, someone didn't allow Jax Taylor to gaslight them. That's what it was. Like, because Jax was pulling <clears throat> all his usual tricks. Like, what? I'm not allowed to make mistakes? Huh? Like, as right. a human being, can I not make mistakes? And she's like, oh, you'll make many of them, as you always mm-hmm. have. Like, she just kept on turning it around on him, like, all his bullshit. Because, dude, it's not that you make mistakes. Yes, we all make mistakes. It's the fact that you make a mistake every day. It's the fact that you go after your friends. You backstab. You front stab. I mean, this yeah. guy is just an irredeemable, terrible person. And she called him out for it. <clears throat> she did call him out. I don't remember the exact quote, but essentially saying, like, it's not a mistake. It's not a uh, an accident. It's his personality. It, yeah. Like the mistake quote unquote mistake after mistake after mistake 
it's not just like he keeps messing up. It's just who he is as a person and she's done with it. And I think that's just so perfect. And it's, it's what everyone's afraid to tell Jax because like you said, he gaslights and he makes you feel like you're a stupid idiot for questioning what he says and does. He also has the, I'm the number one man in this group mentality where I think he rubs that onto people so that they think that they can't go on without him. And then it's summed up perfectly at the end of the episode when he says, I'm what makes my show so successful or whatever the fuck he said. Right. He's, he's delusional. He thinks that he can do no wrong because he is the backbone of the show and of the group. And finally, Ariana was brave enough, I guess you could call it to actually put him in his place and not let him like continue that mindset. And I hope, I mean, I think we've both agreed that we can never hope that Jax Taylor will change and learn from anything that happens to him. But I don't know, maybe there's a tide, a change in tide about to happen with this whole fucking thing. Uh, He fully will not change. Yeah, no, but I'm saying maybe other people, not so much he will change, but maybe other people will follow Ariana's mindset and stand up to him. I think it was a stepping stone was the pool parties of people going to the other pool party and finally not letting Jax, you know, treat people like shit, but then still get his way and still get what he wants. Right. As minor as a pool party is in the long run of (laughs) things, like it was, to me, it was something that we would have never seen three seasons ago, like that would, people would never even dreamt of throwing another party, let alone going to it. Right. And it's great that Jax is facing consequences for the first time ever, because you're absolutely right. In the past, they would just go to his pool party. Yeah. But as we see time and time again with Jax, he will just justify his behavior. He's delusional and he will delude himself. The way he reacted to the pool party is just how he'll react to losing his friends if they finally decide to defriend him. He he said, oh, I'm better off without them. I don't need them. Like, actually, the pool party is going to be even better without them. He'll yeah. just justify it and delude himself and move on. That's the way narcissists and sociopaths operate. He's never going to relent, even to consequences. I've seen this happen in my own personal life. I've seen people who are super, super, super narcissistic, it doesn't matter how many consequences you throw at them. Finally say, you know what? I'm putting my foot down. They just go, nope, I'm right. There's no way There's no way I'm not right. Uh, and my life is actually going to be better without you. And they'll just move on. They'll move on. Jax is going to keep on doing Jack's things. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I mean, it's great for reality TV. It is. And I, I just have to applaud Ariana on standing her mm-hmm. ground and not, not letting him gaslight her and she didn't break eye contact, you know? She just, like, mm. she said it straight to his face, almost unprovoked. Like, n- nothing, she never really, he never really does anything to Ariana. He just talks shit about her behind his back, her back and treats her partner, I guess, Tom, like shit. But that's another thing I respect about Ariana. She's always supportive. She, she always has Tom's back, and that's very admirable. Let's talk about yeah. someone who actually has changed when he faced consequences, and that's James Kennedy. Aww. He, he's, so he's, happy. He's pulled a full 180. He has. I mean, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, I... Right. Is it fair to say he's the most likable person on Vanderpump Rules right now? Wow. 
that's going a bridge too far, right? Maybe a little too far. I mean, but honestly, at the end of the day, I'm thinking back about it, and maybe so because everyone is pretty insufferable right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's like a weird topic in a way because it kind of is like rooted in like a very dark, sad, you know, idea that he has an alcohol problem and essentially was his life was spiraling out of control and he was losing everything he had, which is, you know, a telltale sign of alcoholism, I guess. But um, it was really interesting to watch it on reality television, especially something that we can sometimes say is very vapid and yes, (laughs) of a show as Vanderpump rules. And yeah, I mean, I'm so happy for him, and I've always liked James Kennedy. I did say multiple times I wanted him off the show, but that was because his storyline was very depressing the past two seasons, and it was hard to watch. But it paid off because we got a happy ending. Boy, did it pay off. I mean, this episode was genuinely uplifting from James mm-hmm. Kennedy's story. He's just so like easygoing now, whereas before, mm-hmm. everything was so tough with James. Like mm-hmm. Every interaction was like fighting tooth and nail and i have to say like james may have pulled off like the first ever legitimate apology in reality tv history oh my god yeah because he wasn't like i'm sorry for the way i made you feel or like i'm sorry you felt that way yeah he he straight up said i'm sorry for being an asshole i said really really shitty things i shouldn't have Mm -hmm. ever said them they were horrible and i'm sorry i was a piece of Mm -hmm. shit he's just straight up said Mm -hmm. it and Randall was actually super cool about it. And he's like, I feel like that was the alcohol talking. I want to start a friendship with you. Let's start anew. Yeah. All that's behind us. And like, we're cool. You're invited to the wedding. Like, Lala loves you. I love you. Yeah. And it felt very genuine. Like, And then yeah. Raquel comes up to him and she's like, ah, I'm so attracted to you. That also felt very sincere. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Raquel was trying to jump his bones right yeah, there. She really was. But I was it, like, oh, my God. Cut the cameras. <laughs> But it was like out of such pure love. It wasn't like yeah. a vanity thing. It was like, I'm so happy to see you healthy and beaming. Like even his, I think even James's mom earlier in the episode said, your face looks good. Like because probably all the drinking and smoking cigarettes and all that kind of stuff, right? Like yeah. he wasn't looking healthy. He wasn't looking good. Probably bags under his eyes and stuff like that. But yeah. um, he actually looks good. He He looks like he has energy for the first time before. He was just like kind of, you know, slogging around angry at everyone. It's so nice to see someone on this show um, on an upward trajectory. And who would have thought James Kennedy would be the person for the people? I mean, we needed this. In this dark day and age, we needed James Kennedy. And he he really came for us Yeah, the time and, was right. And in a real way, not like a manufactured for a reality TV way. Like this mm-hmm. guy actually turned his life around. So good for him. Um, and on top of it, uh, the Raquel upswing of the season of of people going from hating Raquel to loving her. I mean, are they the new power couple? Maybe they might. They might just be the new power couple. Can Can you imagine and, us saying that like any time in the last four, four years? No, I mean these are words that should never be strung together. But somehow, look in twenty twenty, anything goes, y'all. Yes. There's no rules anymore. James and Raquel, power couple, twenty twenty, and saying it here and now. 
famously no rules and Vanderpump rules. Um, speaking of no rules, uh, Kara and Danica, let's quickly talk about that before we get into the end of this episode. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> that was bad shit. It I loved it. Insane. And I'm so happy. Um, I'm pissed that Lisa sent her home. I know. Like, because that's the thing. I'm like, we've been we've been wanting drama and we've been wanting fights. It it was reminiscent of early season Vanderpump Rules. Like, that's what the show was. It was the people getting drunk and yelling at each other in public. And like, here they have this batshit crazy Danica on the sidelines all season, finally ready to spread her wings and and fly. And then she gets sent home. I'm pissed at Lisa. Bad producing move, Lisa. Who? are you who the fuck are you and i have to say by the way i know everyone was anti danica there i was very team danica what's kara doing so team danica well well everyone was uh team kara ew no i guess the the people on the show were but yeah uh, the the viewers were not oh well Um, i famously uh, don't go on twitter after the episode you're missing out you're only getting half the story well (laughs) speaking of getting half the story apparently there's a whole backstory with the Danica Kara thing. Oh. And from what I gathered online from the two things I saw about it, <laughs> I guess like there was, I guess Kara was doing shit like all night, like leading up to that, that were, that was pissing people off. And so Danica finally yeah. just like snapped and was like, whatever. So I, I guess there's like, I don't know. I, it, it, it seems like they're going to tell us on the reunion a little bit more about that story. Um, Danica also was on a podcast and I think she like she spilled some tea about it on the podcast and I kind of want to listen to it but I don't know I was like living for it I'm like this is fucking this is the Vanderpump rules I know and love and miss and I'm so mad that Lisa cut it short we could have we could have had an epic fight potentially fist fight uh and we didn't get it and I'm angry and sad at least we got a spilt wine glass we did get a spot wine glass. That's um, something. Did you hear about what happened to her on the uh, premiere party? She got arrested, right? Or something yes. like that? Yes. Which yeah. is iconic. I'm like, we need to like, <laughs> we need to give, give us more Danica. Like, fuck, give them Lala. I won't give them Danica because <laughs> like, she seems insane and I'm obsessed with it. And I'm hoping there was speculation of that that was Lisa like dismissing her from the show and that she won't be back. But I have a feeling she'll be back, especially after the online reaction of people like lo- loving that moment. This is what we there's want. No- yeah. There's no way they have to bring her back. I think, I think they're going to focus on the new people a little bit more from if they're smart, they'll see what people are saying online and they want, they want more Charlie. They want more Danica. They want more Raquel, less Dana, love triangle bullshit and i'm hoping next season that we'll get some some batshit crazy newbie moments and i fully agree with danica about like kara smiling throughout the entire situation that was super creepy and i think she was right to tell kara to stop butting into that conversation especially because like you said um this episode had a lot of breaking the fourth wall moments i think that one was one of them even though it wasn't explicit it's like they're filming let them be yeah stop interrupting like, there's a scene like ariana and stassi are making up it's their makeup moment like let that let it happen right and it's true i'm like and i don't i hate that like mindset of like it's almost fourth wally in a way too of like 
Kara was almost like fangirling, it seems. Like she was like, because I mean, at the end of the day, Stassi is a celebrity and a star and, right. you know, whatever. And to, to someone who doesn't know her, maybe I think Kara was getting wasted. She was obviously clearly very drunk. Oh, yeah. And she blacked out. Yeah. I think she lost her like intuition and was like starting to like fangirl and trying to like be included with like Stassi and Ariana. And <laughs> Danica's like, fuck, know your place. Like, essentially, like, no, like, as Lala tried to say to Raquel earlier in the season, like, I think you've forgotten your place, Kara. Okay. You don't get to just walk up to Stassi and be in her scene, like, and have a whole moment. Like, that's, you have to earn that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what exactly what Danica said, but at some point she's like, I've been watching you throughout this entire party. And you, like, keep on trying to interject yourself in, in these conversations. And I think basically what she was trying to say was, you keep on trying to get on camera. Nobody else is doing that. Everyone's just having real conversations. Like, yeah. just exist naturally in this party Kara yeah yeah you know don't try to get on camera okay that's not like what's what's supposed to happen here um but let's get let's get to the big big finish um the reason why I really believe that this episode should be the end of Vanderpump Rules um and that is the Witches of WeHo Dunzo and the end of Tom and Jax's friendship I mean like these two sets of friendships here like they're they are the pillars that Vanderpump Rules stands on, like, aside from the relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I saw it coming. I mean, I, I, the season, you know, through line was that they don't want to be the witches we have anymore. I don't know. I'm like, it felt like unsatisfying as a viewer. Mm. Because, like you said, that is the basis of the show, The three, those three girls yep. from the beginning. So after eight years of watching them, I mean, I didn't watch it for eight years, but eight seasons of watching them, like, to have it just be done. And I don't think anyone can pinpoint exactly why they're not friends. You're right. It's very vague. It's just like, we're not friends anymore. And I'm like, wait, what? And it just feels like a letdown, especially, you know, I love Kristen Doty. She's iconic. Team Kristen always. So uh, it just feels very, like, Stassi. Like, I feel like they don't even, like, have real opinions on it. I feel like it's just like them being like, we don't want to hang out with you anymore. And I don't think Katie has ever formed an own opinion of hers <laughs> ever. She just goes along with whatever everyone's doing. It just felt like, meh and sad. And I don't believe that their friendship's over. I believe that they will make up eventually, but it is, I don't know. The scene was just like, okay, I guess it's over. I feel like they waited till the end of the season to finally call it quits, even though they haven't hung out once all season. You're right. It just didn't feel substantial. Like, whereas Tom and Jax have a mm-hmm. lot of reasons to end their friendship at this point in time. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it doesn't feel justifiable for Stassi and Katie to end their friendship with Kristen after all these years. Like, not that you ever really need a justification. Like, you could do whatever you want. Um, yeah. But really, like, after, you know, 12 years... Or whatever, because they were friends for a few years before the show. Um, mm-hmm. You're just going to end it like that? Yeah. For no good reason. It's all sort of abstract. You don't tell us the exact truth about the state of your relationship with Carter. And I've said it many times on this podcast. I don't even think Kristen knows the state of her relationship with Carter. So how could she convey that to anyone else? Right. It just seems weird. It, I feel like they're just tired of Kristen. Mm-hmm. So they're done with her. Um which I guess is fine. It's it's just very weird after a decade of friendship. So, but yeah. let's talk about Jax and Tom because that is a lot more substantial 
they talk it out because, I mean, they've just been at odds for a long, long time now. I feel like they never really truly recovered after um, Jack slept with Kristen. Right. And how could you? Um, although they started off season three as best buds again. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's like Jax thinks by the end of the conversation that he ended the friendship with Tom. But really, mm-hmm. early in the conversation, Tom says like, I can't do this anymore, man. Like, I don't have the bandwidth for this. And he says in the confessional that like, he needs to allocate his energy and love to people who actually appreciate it, right? Like, and and he's tired after 20 plus years of like dedicating so much energy and love to Jax, who's just not worth it. Right. Which is what everyone's realizing right now. It's like, wait, why do we put so much energy into Jax, who's just a bad person and he will never appreciate you in the same way? Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not a reciprocal friendship. But yeah, by the end of it, Jax is like, yeah, we, we need a break. And, and I was like, sure. Yeah, like that's what I've been saying. Right. Um, and but then, it's classic Jax of like, he, he wants to make sure it's clear that it's his idea and that I'm the one who, who, who ended the friendship and Tom didn't want it and Tom wishes we were friends. I'm like, oh God, like, it's so fucking delusional. And the whole time Jax is trying to justify his shitty behavior by saying that he's got mental health issues, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then that leads into the Lisa conversation because Lisa sees all this go down and so she starts Mm -hmm. to talk to Jax and Jax is like, like, this isn't just a television show. Okay. Like these are, these are real friendships and these friendships, that is what makes my show. And then Lisa just interjects. This is so epic. She's like, Hey, Hey, know your place. Like this is my show. And, Mm -hmm. and Jax is like, no, you don't understand. Like, and Lisa then goes into that whole monologue about how, like, no, I understand. We are all human beings, Jax. We are all people who have feelings. And some relationships will end. We will lose our parents. Terrible things will happen. We'll also have highs. But that doesn't justify your terrible behavior. And I thought it was just so spot on. I feel like that moment where Jax feels like he's the center of the universe, where Jax is trying to explain to Lisa, like, you understand, like, this isn't just a TV show for me. These are real friendships. Lisa's like, yeah, I get that too. We are right. living and breathing human beings too. Like, I have relationships, and yes, I'm on camera. Like, no, but nobody thinks that you're not a you're not a human being. It's a very bizarre interaction. And actually, I, I skipped one part, Rye. I don't know if you caught this. Like, the beginning of that conversation, Jax is saying to Lisa, like. I know we'll be friends till the till the end. We're gonna grow old together. Our kids are gonna play baseball together. Right. Like our, these friendships will never end, and that's where he gets into like these are real friendships. These are real, Lisa. Like that's what makes my show so successful, and that's why oh. Lisa says, "No, Jax, they may not last. Like you may not yeah. be friends till the end." And I think Jax doesn't get that. I feel like Jax is so in his own head, in his own world. I feel like he om- he almost thinks of himself as like a master chess player. Like he can move all the pieces around, which is ironic because Lisa has been accused of being Bobby Fischer. Um, but I think Jax thinks he's a master manipulator chess player, but he's just not at all. He's just an asshole yeah. who treats people terribly. And it's going to catch up with him. It did catch up with him. He, he may not grow old with Tom and Tom. Their kids may not play baseball because as Tom is saying, after 20 plus years, he's tired of this shit. Right. And it just like, I think the whole... Jack's storyline is summed up by him saying my show. The quote is essentially him saying, I'm the reason that my show is so successful. And I'm like, that's just, that's a double whammy of wrong because 
one, it's not your show, but he thinks that he's, it is his show. And two, you're not the reason it's so successful. Although we could argue that he is in a way. He, but, plays, he played a big role. He played a big role. But, we appreciate that. Just, it's almost like the common decency of like not thinking that, at least not saying it out loud. Like Stassi would never be caught dead saying my show and I'm the reason it's successful. Although one could argue that it almost is her show and she is the reason it's successful. It just blew my mind. I mean, I, I yelped, as you said earlier, it was a full Yelp moment of him saying that. And Lisa just going total badass on him, like shutting him down. I'm living for like women shutting down toxic men in this episode. Yes. And by toxic men, I mean toxic man because it's only, <laughs> it's only Jax who's getting shut down. Right. But, Oh my god! Like with the so whole good. T-shirt was... thing, by the way, which we didn't talk about. That was a great moment oh where Lisa shut him down. I'm gonna wear my own shirt. It's like, no, you're wearing yeah, a surf shirt. A fucking asshole. Um, he's just—he's just terrible. I mean, this whole episode was just reason enough that he needs to be canceled. Um, you know what I think Jax was saying? I think he was saying like when he said, "This is what makes my show so successful." I think he was saying the friendships and the fights. Mm. The mm. breakups, all of that, right? Mm. But I think what Lisa then was saying to him, one, it's not your show, but two, it doesn't mean this shit won't catch up with you in real life. Yeah. And Lisa has experience with that on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? Like, she has lost friendships on that show. Mm-hmm. I think Jax thinks of it as a game, but for other people, it's not a game. But Jax yeah. is just such a narcissist. He never really appreciates other people's feelings. Like, you could go back to season two where Sandoval says, like, do you do you even care, man? Like, do you even have feelings or something like that? And Jax is like, no, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I sleep well at night. And this is after Sandoval finds out that Jax slept with Kristen. I think Jax just thinks of life as a game. And so, of course, the TV show is going to be a game. And it's like, yeah, I could sleep with Kristen because, like, I'll feel good. And, like, it could end their relationship. And that's good for TV. And, you know, like, the terrible things Jax would say back in those days and still to this day, right? Like, we saw a flashback in this episode of Jax saying, like, if Sandoval would satisfy his woman, then maybe he wouldn't have a problem. Like, that is an awful, awful thing to say, especially about your best friend of 12 years at that point in time. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, is that I think Jax has almost been conditioned to believe that it'll never catch up to him because it never has. Like, And I think that's what's so great about these last few episodes is people are finally holding him accountable for what he says and does for the first time in his entire life and it is catching up to him. And I think he's going to, he's, he's in for a rude awakening when, you know, I guess we'll see what, where everyone stands on the reunion, but who knows? Like Tom may never want to get like, it's one of those things where once you cut someone out of your life, you realize how you think it's going to be this huge thing and you're going to miss them. And you know, how can I go on without this person? But they might realize actually my life's a lot better without having to deal with Jax's bullshit. And I finally cut the cord and I don't want to like go back to it. And, you know, 40 year old man really learning some life lessons in his, <laughs> in his later days. Right. Maybe we failed Jax. It's, it's humanity that failed Jax. He just didn't learn enough it's, lessons. It's truly, I mean, I feel I should apologize. I'll tweet at him. Um, Six, seven years ago, <laughs> we should have been tweeting at him. Jax, here's some life lessons. You got to learn these lessons before you turn 40. You know, if he just listened to our podcast, he would have learned this years ago. Um, but, you know, too little, too late, I guess. 
um yeah oh my god it was great it was so good it was so good and I'm excited for the reunion it's three parts which like I'm overwhelmed by that already this season will never end is essentially what I'm learning (laughs) we'll never be rid of it um I hear they're gonna do a reunion for their reunion literally a catch-up reunion (laughs) well that was a great episode to recap yeah I mean it was truly an honor to be able to talk about history you know what will be what will be regarded as history in the in the later days um yeah well thanks for having me you guys this season's almost over i'm truly honored to be here with you we'll come back for the reunion uh i don't think we've decided whether we'll do week to week or maybe like just maybe a recap on the whole reunion we'll talk about it yeah that's behind the yeah. scenes talk that we still haven't done, but we will do something yeah. on the reunion, whether it's week to week or just a full reunion recap. Um, but Ryan, yeah. do you want to plug yourself one more time before we sign out here? Yeah. You guys can find me on Instagram at R-Y-A-L-K or at the real Ryalk on Twitter. And you can also find his other podcast, Holly Shook. That's on every single podcast platform, just like you could find Hot and Bravo on every single podcast platform. You can follow us at Hot and Bravo. You can follow me at Armin M-A-H. I've been getting some feedback too on our Bravo takes Ooh. on Twitter. So you can uh, feel free to call me out on Twitter. Let me know why Vanderpump Rules should run for another 50 years. Um, I'd be happy to hear it. And uh, for now, can't wait to do another Vanderpump Rules recap with you, Ryan. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>